Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks, and uh, if you hear a little bit of laughing in the background, we have uh, just been experiencing the joy of God as we wrap up this last podcast. We're we're in podcast number 80. We're continuing on with this idea of the Holy Spirit, this this gift that God gives us, this comfort that God provides to us, this uh, how he takes care of us, how uh, we spoke about how it's like a glove that's just empty, and it's of no value until you put that glove on and fill it with your hand. We we talked about it's kind of like being a fish out of water or a bird without a song. Uh, when we live without the Holy Spirit, when we try to navigate through this life without the help of God, without that still small voice, uh, that still small voice that always gets us through, that still small voice that'll take us to the next place we got to go and uh, that guides us and directs us. And so often we hurt so bad, we, we're not looking for guidance. And, and, and friends, we want to tell you this morning, we're going to show you from the Bible how the Holy Spirit of God is willing to help you and will help you. Even in verse number 17 of John 14, it says, Even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but you see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day shall thou know that I am the Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered him and unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words and my father will love him and he will come unto me and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the father which has sent me. These things I have spoken unto you, being present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I said unto you. Peace I leave you with, my peace I give you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be frayed. Ye have heard how I said unto him, I will go away and come again unto, unto you. If you love me as you would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass, <coughs> excuse me, when it is come to pass, ye might believe. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and have nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father, as the Father giveth me commandment, 
even so I do, arise, let us go hence. So we just read a big portion, 14 verses of the Bible, but talking about the Holy Spirit and how God leaves that behind and talking about how Christ gives us these things, Stephanie, and it starts off in these first few uh, verses and it says, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, it's saying right away, the world can't get this because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, and for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. So we're looking at those first three verses right away, Stephanie. He's coming along and saying, hey, listen, you've got the Holy Spirit. The world doesn't have that. So don't be looking for them to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't be looking for the world to do the right thing. This is about my presence in you. And what comes to your mind when you think of those first few verses or or maybe even the whole of the 14? What what comes to your mind when you look at them, Stephanie? Well, I think there comes that just that um, realization that once we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior from sin, the Holy Spirit of God comes to live in us yeah. and gives us a key to access peace and joy and comfort that this world, you know, will never understand. Yeah. And um, I will never forget um, the day Charles was killed, feeling that peace that even now I can't even begin to describe and knowing that there was very much um, a supernatural presence that is so real in my life through those days of knowing that inwardly I was collapsing. Um, there, you know, even now when I replay it or it replays on its own in my heart and my mind, I collapse when it replays. And yet when it was happening, the Lord was strength. He was peace. He was comfort in a way that I can never I can never describe, I can never put into words. And that's who the Holy Spirit is to us. He is, he is God with us. And um, that's why our heart doesn't have to be troubled. And um, when I look at verse 27, Jesus said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world give, give, up, give I unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And because Jesus is our peace, because he's given us the Holy Spirit who is peace. Yeah. That's not peace that we can even always describe. It's a peace that passes all understanding. And yet it's a very real thing. And, you know, that peace will lead us because we have his peace, because we have his love. It's going to cause us to live a different life. It should leave us in a position of loving him so much, we want to keep his commandments. Yeah. Um, it gives us liberty to live in him, to have joy. Um, it gives us a reason to smile yeah. when life may stink on the levels. It gives us a reason to um, not just live, but to live with joy, with hope, with something that um, others want to have you know when others look at our, when the lost when the world looks at our lives even when other christians 
um, look at our lives. You know, there's a lot of Christians that live miserable lives because they've chosen to ignore that still small voice. And they've created disasters in their lives. And it's made them very mean, hurtful people. And when they look at us, there should be something about us that convicts them that that stings because they know they're miserable. And, yeah. you know, if someone's jealous of us because we have a joy and a peace that they don't have, then praise the Lord if something in us is reflecting Jesus and showing that peace and joy because the world doesn't give a real lasting peace. Um, things can... You know, you can be one minute driving along, happy and cheery, thinking you have life planned out in five seconds time. Your entire world is turned upside down. Yeah. And um, that's a very fleeting thing. But the peace of God that passes all understanding is not something that changes. That's right. And yeah, I think that's I think that's the basis here of. The reason Jesus started out this chapter with let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And then he ends it with his peace, his comforter. Yeah. And again says, let not your heart be troubled. Neither yeah. let it be afraid. And yeah. And he, it, he lives with us. Yeah, he does. And, and I, and I think there's something significant here as well that, that Judas, uh, not the, and not the bad Jews, Judas, it says not Iscariot. So the good Judas uh, a lot of people named Judas back then, but so Judas says he's he's you know he makes the comment, Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? So he's saying, well, how do we get this and the world's not getting this? And, and Jesus comes around and he says, well, if a man love me, he will keep my words, and if my father will love him, and he will come unto him. So it's about loving Christ so much that we accept in his perfect plan of salvation. And and friends, you, you know, so important here, so significant here, the, the main thrust, the main point behind these podcasts is there's people out there that are hurting, and their hearts are hurting, and, and there's only, you know, the, the major source of help is going to come from God. It's tapping into this Holy Spirit of God. It's it's trusting in Him. And, and, you know, this begs the question, Stephanie, where some will say, well, what if I hear a voice and how do I know it's from God? I, and what would you say to them? Well, you think, I think I can't remember where the verse is, but it says, um, try the spirits, whether they are of God. Yeah. And, you know, you sense the Holy Spirit of God, and I say that in quotation marks, speaking to you, but what you're hearing is contrary to God's word, then it's not coming from God, because God will never contradict himself. He will never contradict his word, um, because he is the word. He cannot contradict himself. That would make him a liar. And um, I do know human beings that do that on a regular basis, where they're speaking out of both sides of their mouth, and um, those people though they profess you know unfortunately there are a lot of people who profess to know christ or to be um his mouthpieces that are far from it and so try test and try the spirits whether they are of god and if what you're hearing lines up you know if if god is speaking his word in your heart you know it's true yeah and, and god's um, never going to lead you down that wrong road god's not going to exactly he's never going to encourage you to do something 
that's contrary to his word. Now, and, and there's no better way of saying that. That's just the reality. An example is, uh, you know, I've had friends of me, well, God wants me to go out with this guy who's a total bum, a total loser, who's not saved, or God wants me to go out with this girl. And, and uh, that's not God. Uh, God will always put you in a position where coming out of it, you're more godly coming out of it right. you're and where it'll honor and glory him yeah you know he's never gonna encourage you the holy spirit of god is never going to encourage you to do something that does not bring honor and glory to him he's never going to encourage you to do something that's disobedient to his word that's dishonoring to his character yeah well he tell you know he's not going to contradict himself and so if what you know if you're contemplating doing something that you know goes against scripture, don't say, don't blame it on another human being. Yeah. Making you do it. Don't blame it even on trauma. Um, you know, if you choose to do something wrong, if you choose to sin, don't blame it on someone else. You have a free will. You're choosing to do that. And um, take personal responsibility. Don't blame it on God. Don't blame it on other people. Are people going to fail us? Yes. That's a part of living, a hum, being a human being, is having people fail us, having people let us down. Yeah. But that doesn't give us an excuse to be a jerk or to sin. And don't blame that. I mean, that is blasphemous to blame your sin and your wrong choices and the consequences of those wrong choices on the Holy Spirit of God. He is never going to lead you um, to do something that goes against who he is. Exactly. And I, and I think, uh, um, you know, I think as we look at our lives, there's so many people listening to this right now that says this is, this sounds ex- extraordinary or not true. It seems too good to be true. It, you know, that this Holy Spirit is inside of me. And, and you know, how do we, they're asking, how do we activate this Holy Spirit? And, and, and friends, it's, it's prayer. It's reading God's word. It's, uh, it, it's, you know, you hear that still small voice. And uh, I had a friend of mine tell me one time, well, God wanted me to do this and, and he broke the law. And and that's just not true. And, and you know, it's yeah. Stephanie's verse that she just shared there of trying the spirits from First John 4, it's uh, 1 through 5, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out of this world. Hereby you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is God. So it comes down. I mean, we can, you know, Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, and every spirit that confesseth not Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. And ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you, that is in this world. Uh, there are the there are of the world, therefore speak, they of the world, and the world heareth them. They are of the world, therefore speak, they of the world, and the world heareth them. See, we serve God, and we speak of God. God lives through us. God does those things. And so how do you, how would you on a practical side, I, I know I hit you with all these questions that are not prearranged, we're not real good at prearranging things, friends. These things kind of come to me as I'm talking into <laughs> one cell phone and Stephanie's talking from the other cell phone. And the great news is the next time you hear our voices, we bought these microphones with filters are actually this wonderful church in Washington state called Northwest Baptist Church has bought us podcast microphones and stuff to help this work better from the phones. But 
as we look at this, Stephanie, and, and, and as we're talking about this, it, it comes down to that same question that people are going to have for you that people have asked me before. How do you personally wake up? Let's say you wake up in the morning. How do you activate this Holy Spirit? How do you activate God working through you? I mean, what is it? We know it's there. Maybe it is activated, but how do you make sure that it's on all the way? Yeah, well, first of all, I think of the passage um, that we've talked about in past and previous podcasts, um, Romans 12, 1. Yeah. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And yeah. being a living sacrifice means you present yourself to God wholly. That means... You know, you're you're coming before the Lord. You're humbling yourself before Him. You're making sure you keep a clean record with Him. You know, if you've sinned, stop blame shifting. Stop stop trying to throw the ball for your own decisions in someone else's court. Take personal responsibility. Repent. You know, if I do something wrong, if I if I say something to my kids that is not kind, that is not pleasing to the Lord. I have to go to them and I have to seek their forgiveness and say, look, I failed you as a mom and I'm sorry, would you forgive me? And, you know, that's that's keeping that short account with God and staying holy and acceptable before him. That's what being a living sacrifice is. It's being willing to humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord. It's drawing nigh to God and, and knowing that he is not a liar and because he promises that when we draw nigh to him, he will draw nigh to us. And it's an everyday, every morning decision to say, okay, God, I know today cannot be about me because if it's about me, I'm going to be miserable. If it's about my agenda, it's going to end up being a great disappointment. I know you have something for me to do today. And would you lead me and would you guide me each step of the way? And it's that choice every day, sometimes every moment. Um, some days are harder than others. Um, but every it's every day saying, today's about you, it's not about me, and what would you have me to do today? And choosing to be a living sacrifice and choosing to remember that this life is not mine. Yeah, I've been bought with a price, and so thus I must glorify God in my body and my soul and my spirit because they all belong to him. And, you know, I know that there's different ones who have, who have been through trauma and have been through loss and you know you may be saying i just want to curl up in a ball and cry today it's not that i don't want to serve god it's i you know i love the lord but the loneliness the pain is so overwhelming and those are real places um i have days that i'm there yeah and remember you know there's a sweetness to remembering that the lord knows our frame psalm in psalm um 103 David said, for he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. And, you know, that's where that we have that sweet, that sweet comfort of knowing that the Holy Spirit is our comforter and he knows our frame. He knows that we struggle and he's there to pick us up. He's there to carry us when we can't walk. And, you know, those days become times that we can draw closer to the Lord because his grace his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And that doesn't make you a failure as a Christian. That doesn't make you a failure as um, a mom, a dad. Um, it makes you normal. Yeah. And um, there's nothing, there's nothing 
wrong with having days that you struggle. Yeah, it's it, it, it makes you real. To keep your eyes on Jesus. Yeah, it's real. It's you know, hey yeah. folks, this this is what we really are. This is the real truth. There's hard days. There's hard nights. There's hard times. There's bad memories. Yeah. There's trials. There's uh, flashbacks. There's uh, you know, you name it. It's there. And, uh, and, and, and folks, most of you listening to this have been there. You know, you've been to that, that darkness. You've, uh, you've stood at the door of darkness. You know what it feels like. And I'm, I'm so thankful that Stephanie's just being real with us. Listen, this is a daily thing. The apostle Paul said he had to die daily of this world. And, and that's what Stephanie's saying. Stephanie's getting that and, and, and sharing with us that that's something we have to do. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. So that responsibility to present ourselves to God, you know, in in that portion in the book of Romans in chapter 12, and we did a whole session on that, Stephanie, as you remember, we Mm -hmm. totally went through Romans chapter 12, and we talked about how it helps people with PTSD. And and But it's still as meaningful today as it ever was that, daily we have to give ourselves to God. We're already saved there in, in the Bible in chapter 10. We've, we've, we've spoke it with our mouth. We've presented it with our hearts. And then we're at that service point where God says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. And he's telling us, get right. And then he's telling us the problem. In verse number two, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. And friends, can you be transformed? If you're living in the dark, you can't. You just can't be transformed. So I guess the whole point of this and uh, I, I, you know, the whole nature of this, the practical side of this is as we just read through 14 verses and, and the Lord reminds us again that he gives us the peace, that peace comes from him, not the world's peace, but the peace that he gives us. I believe it was verse 27, yet peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you, let not your heart be troubled, and neither let it be afraid. So seek that peace from God. And uh, Stephanie, anything you want to say in closing? I think I heard your Bible moving. I didn't know if you grabbed another verse or something. Mm-hmm. Is, is there anything you want to close with? Well, I was just going to say, you know, this. we've looked at so much here in John 14, and um, we've seen how Jesus is the way. In other words, he's the path. He's that. He's the road. You know, he's that straight and narrow way, that path that's leading us um, ultimately to heaven. But while we live here on this earth, um, my life verses are um, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, and they had been that long before. We went to Cameroon, but now they hold so much, um, so much more depth for me. But as I think of, you know, we're running a race. We're as Christians, we're here um, on a mission, and you know, I love the the end of verse one where it says, "Let us lay aside every weight and which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith." And mm-hmm. When we think of that peace that God gives us, yeah. that peace that he's left with us, the Holy Spirit is running that race with us. He he's the comforter who gives us the grace and the courage. It takes courage to lay aside weights. It takes courage to um, let go of things that are hard. You know, there's there's memories that we may have to let go of in order, you know, they may be good memories. The bad ones sometimes are even hard to let go of. But we have to lay those things aside. We do. 
We do. And lay aside those sins with his power and grace so that we can run the race God yeah, has set before yeah. us. No, that's right. And, you know, brethren, lay those things aside. If we get anything out of this podcast today and as we continue on with the comfort, I think we're going to name this podcast, Lay These Things Aside, These Troubles, These Trials, and give yourselves every day to God. And I know we've covered that before, but if we get anything out of that, and it, it comes down to that verse that said the peace uh, that God, only God can give you that peace, not as the world giveth peace. And, you know, I was thinking about there's parts of this world, Stephanie, that the uh, greetings and hello and goodbye are shalom, which literally mean peace. You know, the world talks about peace and prepares for war. We serve a great God. And uh, if we can do anything with our hearts at all, let's find God. Let that Holy Spirit reign through us. Become new today because you have him. Well, we certainly love you folks. What an honor it is to go through an entire chapter of the Bible with you today, a long chapter, and uh, to be talking about all these things and uh, and pertain this week, I'm sorry, went through this all this week and talk about that new place and, and, you know, talk about that new highway and, and, uh, uh, you know, that the highway to heaven. And, and as we continue on, talk about all those things and, and how God uses those things and, and how he brings us to that next place we go. And, and, uh, and that's pretty awesome. Well, thank you for your, thank you for your time. Thank you for allowing us to come on your earways. Thank you, Stephanie, for being with us today. We pray for you folks daily. If you would send up a prayer for us and may the God, may God bless you and, and may God do a wonderful work in your heart and may you find blessings through his word. We sure do love you. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.